What is going on, LSM leaders? It is so good to have you join us for our very first uh, episode, if you want to call it that, um, training, um, audio training on here. Um, I hope that this is a good resource for you. I know that uh, sometimes meeting in person gets to be a challenge. I know it's crazy right now with everything going on with just this COVID-19 stuff and, and you know trying to find time to hop on a Zoom call or meet up in person. And, and there's going to be times where we want to do that, but there's going to be other times really um, where I might just need to get you some training and some information that you can, that you can digest sort of on your own time. And I hope that these um, training uh, audio recordings will be that for you. Um, if you're just joining us uh, on our team this semester, I'm so excited to have you join us. I hope that this is a great resource for you, something that's encouraging, something that can be great ongoing training um, for you as we keep moving forward. Um, and in this first training, uh, one of the, the big things that we have to think through and I really want to uh, kind of deposit into you guys is this idea of um, really questioning and finding the answers to the, the question of what are we trying to to do? What are we trying to build? Uh, and I just want to open up with some scripture from, from, from Luke 14, where Jesus is, uh, shares a little bit of a story, and he says, um, starting in verse 27, and if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. But don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Otherwise, you might complete only the foundation before running out of money. And then everyone would laugh at you. They would say, there's the person who started the building and couldn't afford to finish it. And in verse 33, he goes on to say, so you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything you own. And these are kind of what seems sort of like harsh words from Jesus, but really what I think he's, he's asking and challenging his listeners when he was speaking is he's challenging them with two things. Man, what are you trying to build with your life? And what are you trying to build for God? And what's that going to cost you? And really, for the next few minutes, I just want to dial into that first question of, of what are we trying to build? Um, and if you're listening to this, you more than likely have uh, you know said, hey, I, I want to commit, I want to serve, I want to be a small group leader um, with the student ministry at, at Legacy here. And, and, and you're, you're trying to figure out, man, what am I trying to do? Like, what am I actually trying to accomplish? And it's this idea of building um, and uh, just to, to illustrate this, I think of Legos. So as a kid, I loved playing with Legos. I've always been a big Lego fan, and I don't know how many of you guys ever played with Legos as a kid. Um, but it, especially if you've, you, or maybe some of you guys have kids and your kids play with Legos, it's funny. Like if you, um, if you start building on your own, you know, you kind of have this fuzzy picture in your head. And, and I always felt like this was the case for me, that uh, what I actually ended up building was not totally what I envisioned, um, because there wasn't really much of a plan. But when you get a Lego set, if you follow the if you follow the blueprint, if you follow the steps step by step, and you know what you want to produce in the end, you can create some really amazing stuff just with using all these little blocks. And for the next few minutes, I want to focus our thinking around that of what are we trying to build when it comes to your small group at LSM? What is, what's the kind of culture we're trying to build as a student ministry? What are we trying to accomplish? And what are we really simply trying to do? Um, and if you sign up to be a small group leader, I just want to encourage you that that's amazing because you have the opportunity to make truly what is an eternal difference in the hearts and lives, uh, the hearts and lives of just a handful of students. You know, and I believe that with all my heart that this year that if you go all in with building something great for God through your small group, that that you'll see students make decisions to follow Jesus. 
you'll see students get baptized, that, that some of you guys listening to this are going to do that yourself. You, you're you going to personally walk students through that. You're going to get to baptize students this year. You're going to see kids grow in their relationships with Jesus. You're going to see kids that, that don't really have the friendships and the connection make amazing friendships. But we can't do that until we answer the question, what are we trying to build? So I'm going to give you three things, three quick blueprint um, kind of protocols for what we're trying to build when, I, when I'm envisioning what we want to see LSMB. And it's three things that for you as a small group leader, I think we're trying to build. So the first thing is community. The second thing is a crowd. And the third is we're trying to build a bridge. So again, we're trying to build community. We're trying to build a crowd and we're trying to build a bridge. And I mean that um, it, it, with different things. Or that This idea of building community is that we, we want to have a deep sense of belonging, friendship, and a place to explore and grow in a relationship with God through our student ministry. And, and this, this idea of community, which we're going to dial into more so in this next episode um, after this, is so important because... The, that that's the bottom line win for for your Wednesday night small groups. It's the bottom line win for what we do on a Wednesday night is building community and connection. It's a great quote that I that I found from uh, Orange, which is a family ministry um, resource. They they do some of the best stuff in the country with that. They say that community happens. This is a quote from them in circles, not rows. It happens in circles, not rows. And this is why your role as a small group leader to build community is really my number one priority to help equip you guys to do this. And it's the number one priority of our student ministry. The number one priority is not the sermon. Number one priority is not the, not the service, not the music, not, the, not just the whole thing. It's not the production. I don't have the most important role as the quote, the youth pastor, but, but really you do as the small group leader. Because let's just be honest, students probably aren't going to remember the majority of sermons they hear. I mean, I grew up in the church. I I can probably maybe tell you two or three sermons I ever heard as a kid. But what students will remember, 100% students will remember this, and this is what I remember, are the relationships I made. You know, the people that invested in me and the, the relationships I invested in and people that loved me and how I felt when I was a part of the community growing up. And that's the same, that's going to be true with our students today. I mean, think about your own church experience as a, as a student, maybe if you grew up in church as a, as a, as a student or maybe as an adult, whenever, think about when you first got involved in a Christian community. Was your experience positive or was it negative? Did you feel loved when you first started coming or did you feel neglected? Did you feel heard and listened to or did you feel like nobody really cared that you were there? Did you feel cared for and did you feel loved on? Did you feel like you had someone um, that, that took you under their wing that said, hey, I am going to own, I'm going to help own your relationship with Jesus. I'm going to challenge you. Did you have somebody like that in your life or did the leaders and maybe your small group leader, or your pastors, did they just assume that you were okay and they never got personal with you? I mean, because here's the deal. You as a small group leader, and I really believe this, you guys as the small group leaders are the real youth pastors. You guys are the shepherds. You guys are the ones that are really doing that hard labor of getting to know students and helping them grow. I mean, yeah, I have the title of the youth pastor right now, but really you guys are doing that work. I mean, because it's because you guys are the ones that are getting personal. Uh, Ephesians 4, 11 through 13 um, reminds us of this biblically. It says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. He gave all those ordinances, he gave all those positions to equip his people for the work of service so that the body of Christ might be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's an amazing thing because God has got you 
wherever you are listening to this, whether you're on a drive or on a run or whatever you're doing, that God has got you in this role to make a deep, lasting impact on one, two, three, five students, whatever that looks like for you and your small groups that you personally connect with that can change the trajectory of their lives forever. I mean, what an amazing privilege and honor to serve in that role. What an amazing opportunity to make an eternal difference in the life of a young person. Whether they're a middle school student or a high school student, and they're all going to develop and and change at different rates. But you have such an amazing opportunity, uh, and it's a privilege to serve. It's a privilege for me to to be able to lead in this capacity, and and I'm so excited and thankful um, that you guys are, are choosing to take time out of your life, which you guys are busy, and I know in this time it's really crazy, and we don't know exactly what that's going to look like. But I'm so thankful that you guys are taking time um, and, and resources and that you guys are counting the cost, that you guys are, are looking at, at investing in the next generation of students at our church. And you're saying, I'll, I'll sacrifice. I'll pay a little bit of a price. I'll, I'll take up my cross and I'll, I'll sacrifice a little bit of my time and my effort and my energy, and I will invest in the next generation and help them make decisions to follow Jesus, to help disciple a handful of students, to help them grow, to know Jesus Christ. And so just as a recap, you know, this is an overview of what we're trying to build as a student ministry. Um, We could build a lot of things, you know, but the number one thing we want to do is build a safe place for students to come, connect with God and with other Christians, exploring their faith and to find a community that's going to love them and help them take their next step no matter where they are. And we do that through building three things, through building community, through building a crowd, and through building a bridge. At LSM, our mission is to make disciples where we're doing everything through the lens of keeping Jesus as our focus and people are our passion. That's who we are as LSM leaders. That's what we are trying to do. This is the the culture that we want to have is that we want to keep Jesus as our focus, people as our mission as we seek to build that community, build crowds, and build a bridge. Thank you so much for for listening to this. Um, This is really an overview of those three things. In the next uh, three episodes on this podcast, I'm going to be diving into what does it mean to build community? What does it mean to build a crowd and what does it mean to build a bridge? So hopefully these will be quick little little bits that you guys can listen to, um, get, uh, get equipped and get excited about serving in this ministry. Thank you guys so much and have a great day.